You're listening to Child Care Sights and Sounds, presented by Danny Christine Inc., a podcast made for child care providers by child care providers. Welcome back, everyone, to Child Care Sights and Sounds. I'm Danny. I'm Gigi. I hope that you all are doing well and have been enjoying the past few episodes. Uh, Just a little inside scoop, these episodes are all filmed way in advance, filmed and recorded. If you're listening versus watching, watch on youtube.com slash Danny Christine and listen on all podcast streaming platforms by searching childcare sites and sounds. Well, maybe not all, but your favorite ones, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Um, I... We filmed these episodes in advance, so I'm not 100% sure what episode number this is. I think it might be, I think it might be six. Um, regardless, welcome. Yes, that's Gigi. Gigi is clearly trying to shoo someone out of her recording space. The, the, this, we're not in the secret sound yet. People can see you, you know? what you're talking about you know for those mothers out there who know that as soon as you get on your zoom meeting that's when all the kids want something so i don't i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) all right um so i think that based on what we talked about earlier Gigi, this episode should be titled something like no means no (laughs) um that's that has like a whole bunch of different meetings. No means no. Like, yeah. are we talking to a toddler? Are we talking to an adult? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess both. Like, we can kind of maybe get into both and why it's important to be firm in in saying no. Yeah. Um, we recently, again, these episodes are recorded very much in advance. So by the time you're hearing this, hopefully we don't have this kind of issue anymore. <laughs> but um, for those of you who don't know who we are, what we do, I definitely encourage you to listen back to episodes one and two, where we review our relationship within uh, my childcare business and you know, kind of our roles and stuff. Um, But we together manage a staff of over 20 employees in a childcare center. And with that comes a lot of responsibility, of course, but also just stress and um, saying no a lot or the need to say no or knowing when to say no to right right i guess that's a better explanation knowing when to say no um to our employees do you want to kick things off Gigi? no (laughs) No, i'm kidding (laughs) well that Um, is honestly a great example you know if you Uh, amongst our administrative team and even with our teachers sometimes we might ask for like a volunteer for something or just to have something done and if somebody is aware that they're not going to do the best job at something Mm -hmm. um, I think it is okay to say to respectfully say no yeah. and, um, you know, explain why. But I know you didn't mean that. You were just kidding, so go ahead. <laughs> um, well, no. Um, as, as a mom, I say it all the time, and I don't skip a beat. Um, but for some reason at work, I'm very hesitant to say no in the sense of staff maybe retaliating by um, not showing up to work or calling out or saying no in a sense um, they don't decide not to fulfill their job duties the proper way because they're angry because you said no. No no is hard and, and no needs to be said, especially administration because um, I guess in a sense of showing structured discipline and, and respect, um, if it's yes all the time before you know it, I feel like staff would start doing things on their own because they know we're gonna say no any, I mean, say yes anyway, so where's that authority figure I guess I would say 
um, where's that structure of staff understanding that even if they um, we say no, certain expectations still needs to be met. You know, you still have duties to fulfill. Um, so this is this is a difficult one. And then let's not forget those who think that they're buddy buddy with uh, administration or bosses. So when you do say no, their feelings personally get hurt, not realizing that it's a professional decision. Yeah, I do think that when it comes to decision making and delegating tasks and all of that, um, emotions and relationships do play a factor, but I kind of disagree with um, something that you said about how, you know, there has to be an authoritative figure and sometimes we just have to say no just to, you know, because we can't say yes all the time. Um, I, the only reason I agree with we can't say yes all the time is because literally there, I can't imagine that there is a childcare program where all requests are possible. My thing is that if a request falls in alignment with your policies, procedures, um, whatever your rules are within your business, if it falls in alignment with um, all of those things and you're able to say yes um, and whatever you're asking for is available whether it be like vacation time purchasing supplies or you know having a day off whatever it is that you should say yes and if it happens to be that it's often because you know you know people are just understanding of your policies um, then cool but it's it is more so often at least in our experiences where uh people try to whether it be um children even or staff or parents try to ask for things that are not in your policies and they might know it and those are the times that you have to say no and actually have to stick to saying no you know when it when it yeah. makes sense yeah yeah, I guess, I guess for me, it, it's, it's not just saying no, just to say no, because I think that's um, unprofessional and almost like abusing your authority figure. Um, it's staff who um, have a fit because you said no and choosing not to understand your policy. So in a sense, you're like, okay, now, well, I need to affirm that, that no. Now, for sure, you're acting out, you're having attention, you're fully aware of our policy, and now I have no choice but to stick to my no. And it makes it even, I, I'll be honest, it makes it even a little harder to say yes in the future because you had a complete meltdown because you, you got one no. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah. Speaking of, you know, saying no just to say no, I think we can speak on an experience that I, um, I think you were there when we had our old assistant director and she had told one of our lead teachers at the time to go cover a certain classroom. Yes. So sometimes um, in, in my program, uh, and I'm sure in most programs, if you're short staffed in one class, um, you might pull from another class where, pull a teacher from a different class where your ratio would be covered. Um, and for those of you who don't know, the ratio is child to teacher ratio, how many kids can be in one class with one teacher. So some classes might require two teachers, some might require three, depending on the number of kids in the room. So if we're out of ratio in one room, we would sometimes pull a teacher from a different class until we can figure out coverage. And in this example, this specific scenario, um, at the time, a couple of years ago, we had an assistant director who felt like she was not being respected. And she pulled a lead teacher out of her classroom to go cover a different classroom where she knew that teacher didn't really want to be. And that was the only reason she put her there because she was, she felt, she felt like she wasn't being respected and she, wanted to put that teacher where she didn't want to be. Um, yes, we needed coverage in that room, but the protocol would be to pull an assistant teacher or a floater. There was no need to pull a lead teacher. Um, and I can definitely understand her uh, frustration, like her- but who, which, 
whose frustration do you understand? Um, the the assistant director. Like, I can understand her frustration, and we're gonna get into how you felt that frustration <laughs> as well. Just a couple of days ago, her frustration with being disrespected and not listened to, and you know, just wanting somebody to listen because she had the quote unquote power, but that's not how we do things at yeah. my center. You know, and just quick mention. I was the one, one person who did listen to her and then never questioned her authority or whatever. I was the only one, but go ahead. <laughs> so this, that, in, that situation happened when I was not on site. I think it was early in the morning and I was, you, you know, were not there. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't come in until a little bit later in the morning at that time. So when I came in and I, I think I was receiving text messages from the teacher. Phone calls, your phone yeah. was blowing up. So I will say that in that situation, both people were wrong. Both the teacher and the assistant director, what they, their, their reaction and responses didn't make any sense to me. We were out of com we were out of ratio in one room. So yes, grab a teacher and put them in there. But it shouldn't be a lead. That was wrong. And the reason that you chose that lead, just just because and she and I'm I'm not assuming the assistant director told me this. She said I said, she Why didn't. did you do that? <laughs> Why did you do that? Why did you pick her and put her in there? And she I think she said something along the lines of, I just wanted her to listen or yeah. like it was in a line of that I wanted her to respect me and do what like I asked her to do. Um, so I told her about herself. I let her know that that was not right. However, but, the but teacher. Wait, sorry to cut you off, but tell the listeners what you did in the midst of that teacher contacting you, what you asked her to do. I told her to do it. You told her to listen to the sister's director and just do what you were told. Right. That's what I, I was getting think, at. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Okay. Because that kind of changes the dynamics of the staff feeling some type of way towards you and how they Oh, feel. I don't care. <laughs> I, I told her that if she, I didn't. So my thing is when the teacher was reaching out to me, I don't know. I, at that time, I didn't know the rationale of, I wasn't there. So I didn't know what was going on in the center why she was chosen to go cover a different classroom. The, I, I didn't know. And it wasn't an emergency, clearly, because my assistant director did not call me. So it wasn't like I was going to try to investigate and figure out. It, it's not an emergency. She was asking you to step into a classroom for however long, I don't know, regardless. She from what I understood in that moment, she asked you to do something. She's your supervisor. Do it. You know, it wasn't illegal. It wasn't out of compliance. We weren't going to get a violation if you did it. She's asking you to do something, do it. So when I got there, I was like, okay, let's unpack this and figure out what, what happened. Why was this person so mad and all of that. So when I figured out that there were other teachers available that could have gone into that room and the reason why this teacher and specifically was chosen was just out of emotions and frustration, that's when I was like, okay, this was wrong. However, I do think that the teacher was wrong in her response, like being, um, you know, like refusing to do it and then going over her head to contact me when I'm not even there just to be like, why did you know it's to play both sides though the teacher knew the policy and knew but let's let me say this it, she knew the assistant teacher was supposed to be pulling out a lead teacher and she was trying well, to inform the assistant director let me that. tell you there is no policy we do not have a written policy that says lead teachers cannot be pulled it's just that it was common sense you know and which is not common for everyone right but because when she reached out to me and said you know whatever she said about why do i have to go like 
It was not something that was out of compliance or against a written policy. It was just not the norm. Sometimes we do things that are not the norm for one reason or another, as long as it's, you know, again, legal and in compliance and all of that. But just because this was unusual doesn't mean that she shouldn't have done it, you know? So I, what I'm trying to get at is if an administrator is telling you to do something, regardless of whether you know the reason or not, if you're not doing anything wrong as per law or licensing or regulations, then do it. But you can't have a, an immediate rebuttal. And if you have, like, if I was in that teacher's shoes, I definitely would not have been blowing up my the owner of the program's phone asking, why do I have to be in this room? Um, but I definitely would have made a mental, I, maybe I would have immediately been like, oh, hey, why do I have to go? And then if she still insisted, I would go because that's my boss. And then after I would bring it to someone's attention, like, hey, I didn't think this was right earlier. But don't make it seem like the school is burning down because you don't want to go into a specific classroom. Of course it is burning down for that uh, teacher at the time because she was being told something she didn't want to do. For the first time ever, she can't, she can't have it her way. And it was a state of emergency. And then on top of that, she took it personally because you, who she felt she no longer, um, felt that you should have sided with her. That it was, uh, that you justified you know, the wrongdoing of the assistant director at the time, and she was personally hurt by it. But what people, what, what our staff does not know is that I did not justify it. I did have a, a stern talking to with the assistant director, and I told her that wasn't right, and that wasn't necessary, and her reasoning wasn't necessary. It would have been a different kind of talk if she was like, oh, you know, I just, I walked into the room, and this teacher was the first one I saw, so I asked her. Then it's like, okay, maybe like you don't understand how this goes let me break it down but yeah. the fact that she admitted that the only reason she did it was to have that sort of power or whatever that was wrong yeah but the, and also the thing with that is number one and staff doesn't need to know and shouldn't know and no. I agree you shouldn't talk down or mm -hmm. put your assistant director in place in front of staff because that kind of downplayed their position to the staff um, but staff did not know that you had spoken to the student director and corrected her and let her know what she's doing is uh, not the right choice, especially being the position that you're in. And then on top of that, um, I don't think um, it was spoken of afterwards. It, was, it came off to staff like it was just brushed under the rug. Like they felt like they deserve an explanation, which again, wasn't the case, but that's just how it came off to them. Well, nobody in that situation deserved an explanation. Mm -hmm. If anybody deserved an explanation, it was that one teacher. We shouldn't have needed to have a sit down staff meeting with our 20 plus staff members to be like, this is why so-and-so <laughs> did this and that. It, ha it, it was such a minuscule issue that escalated for, for no reason other than people not liking each other. I think the issue is the tone that was set in general. So I don't know, as someone coming in as a new authority figure, how would we advise them to still be professional, but get staff to respect you, still be understandable and let staff know, yes, once upon a time I was in your position. And even if you weren't in my position, I understand how you feel. How do you set the tone but still maintain that level of well I think you know? setting the tone like is is that in itself like don't come in trying to be everybody's best friend because we've seen that too yeah you know we we have seen that backfire as well and there is also a lack of respect there the the assistant director that came in at that time i think that i don't think that she necessarily came in on a power trip i just think that she had a different style of management than i did and i said it back then and i'll say it again i don't think that 
it's wrong to have a different style of management than I do because I'm definitely more like soft-spoken and absolutely like when we first started I definitely wasn't doing the best job to um basically set a tone of like I am your boss and that is what it is yeah um I think I've gotten much better at that over the years but when this person was the assistant director, I think that's the kind of tone she came in on, which I think is rightfully so. It just was, it was, it was disrespectful. Um, there, there, there was some disrespect that once there was, on top of her already just being so stern and having the management style she had when she did become disrespectful, even if it was just once or twice and I talked to her about it, there was already, all the whole staff was against her. So there was no turning back. Yeah. (laughs) So we say all of that to say this. No is yes necessary at times, but remember to uphold your policy, remember to be professional, remember to be respectful, and throw a dash of empathy here and there. Yeah, I think that's important too. And I think that answers the question you had asked about how to, you know, get your point across and um, I guess, I, I forget your exact question, but not be a pushover, but also, you know. To how to come um, in with that right yeah having being able to confidently be confident in your decision of saying no and also empathizing like hey like for example uh one of the recent issues we had with a staff member that wanted that wanted an extra day off of work um explaining I'm sorry, we can't do that because we need you because X, Y, and C. However, I understand your concern. Uh, I'm sorry, but this is, it is what it is. Like, I guess validating their, if they try to uh, come back by explaining themselves again and again or trying to be argumentative, shutting it down by saying, I definitely understand how you're feeling, but this, this is a business and this, we need to run in this direction, if that makes sense. So not just saying no and leaving it at that, not saying no because I said so, um, but saying no, I'm sorry, here's the reason. Uh, even if you can't, say, yeah, sorry. even if you can't say the reason in that moment, yeah. like for example, the situation with the, the director telling the teacher to go into the other room, if she felt like she was too busy and it was an emergency because they were out of ratio, can you please go over there? I'll explain later. Yeah. Sorry. You say that, you used, I remember you used to say that a lot and, and I think it made it come off like, I need you to do what I'm asking to do, but I also understand what I'm asking to do is not something you're used to doing. It's like a quick explanation without really giving an explanation in that moment. Mm-hmm. Hey, do X, Y, and Z. I know you're not used to it, but I need you to do it right now. We'll talk about it later. And if it doesn't happen later, we could follow up the following day about what happened. Or at the end of the day, come to me and then we'll figure it out. That's, that's needed a lot. It's almost like reinsurance. Right. You know? I know some people would disagree and be like, no, I'm the boss. I tell you to do this and just do it. It needs to be explained. This, but yeah. that's not how it should flow it won't flow you'll lose people behind that right I don't think that everything deserves an explanation especially like a repeated explanation let's say you're asking someone to do something that they have done maybe a couple months ago or like or if you're asking someone to do something and they're consistently being like but why why I don't understand blah, blah, blah. like all of that isn't necessary either like a constant um, struggle, like a per- on purpose, like purposely. Yeah, always. like just being insubordinate, basically. Just um, Yeah, just because. I don't think that you should have to explain everything, but when, when you can, especially if it's something unusual, um, definitely when there is an appropriate time to do so, explanations could be necessary to 
savor the relationship uh, between employer and employee. Do you want to talk about how you felt in this recent situation or how you, how I thought you felt and how I know you felt, yeah. but you don't want to admit it? I have no, I have admitted lots of things to you. Trust me. I would <laughs> not, I would not, not tell you how I felt about the situation. I think for me, um, I wasn't upset about the situation. I saw it as finally, yes, this is where we could begin to put our foot down make administration structure and strong again because we've we've had staff blatantly tell us they're not going to do something just because and we're, we're wrong we probably let it happen for so long because you know we, we're constantly want to make staff happy we're constantly well, trying to figure out a way to make staff feel like they're valued or important and the easiest way out is to just simply say yes which is wrong i'll agree this is wrong but in the situation um, I want because well, let me explain. I'll explain the situation because we okay. didn't do that yet. I could um, feel like you did. You said I briefly you, covered it, um, but um, I don't know if any if everybody listening anybody understood connected yeah. connect the dots. Um, so we recently had it. We're 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 changing our schedules for um, a new season. Um, we so often, every so often we change our schedules. And in this particular instance, we surveyed our staff to see um, how many days off they would like to have. Um, or Which, I guess by the way, a lot of people would say that's nice of you. Well, yeah. So the reason that I surveyed is because we need to cut down on staffing. Like, and if we're going to cut down on staffing, we we did have an original plan to just uh, cut cut staffing, and then we figured out how to make it work and kind of see who maybe wanted to have reduced hours or be let go, or you know, we could be. Um, forcing one staff member to do something that the other staff member would prefer. And again, based on availability, based on what makes sense for the company, if we can make both staff members happy by switching that, then it would make sense to do that, right? So I wanted to survey them to ask, you know, how many days they would like to be working for this upcoming season. And um, uh, their we in the survey and in the information leading up to it I did as always explain that um, these requests of preferences are not guaranteed and uh, schedules are always subject to change based on availability and uh, ratio requirements and all of that basically letting them know that these are requests and not guaranteed just because you filled it out right so of course you're going to have those few handful of staff members it's not everybody i always tell gg to not speak in absolutes um, we have a handful of staff members that might have issues with certain things uh, whenever we make changes because who likes change you know um, it's just some staff take it as they should as like this is my job it's a requirement I'm getting advance notice and this is what it's expected and then there's some staff that feel like they're entitled to get whatever they want just because they asked um, so we had a staff member ask for a certain number of days and we told her, I'm sorry, we can't do that. Um, and she was upset. Uh, so a couple of days later after uh, we told her, no, there was some back and forth between myself and Gigi because she first went to Gigi about it, then came to me about it. And um, I basically told her, no, it just, it can't happen. <laughs> and, and I, I kind it. of, to, to get my, when she came to me, I kind of left that window open or that door yes. open. Yes, and I, I was annoyed by that. And Gigi, was, oh, Gigi, and Danny was not happy about that. So. Because yeah. I also don't believe in leading people on. Like if you're, we already, amongst administration, we already said this is what it is multiple times. So for you to tell her you would look into it again, 
it's like, why? Why not just send it right there? For me, it's not leading on. For me, it's almost like, and I don't know if people process it the way that I do, is like, okay, we went over it. We said no. She's asking. I know we said no, but let's like double check and make sure. Let's leave that room where if we say yes, we left that room to say yes, but we're going back just to say no, just to make that person feel like, okay, yeah, they did try again and again and it's still no, then that's just what it is. I think that's my issue sometimes being in my position. I kind of want to leave that opportunity to change things, even though I should stick to whatever decision we make to begin with. Right. Um, so anyway, a couple of days later, as I was, I forgot what I was doing, but I happened to look over the schedule and the surveys again. You were about um, to X out and you was like, yeah, let's do it. And I realized that I could, based on some, an, a different staff member survey results, I could make the accommodation that the teacher that was upset requested because there was another staff member who was willing to basically fill in the the blank you know the issue that the issue that was there so i presented the new scenario to our administrative team and immediately there were which by the way i feel like you kind of baited us i feel like you you made your decision i didn't say i need your help making a decision if you remember i said i'd like to know your opinion so I'm like, if she <laughs> I knew what she was going to do, why even ask? And which is so crazy, the, the rest of the staff was like, no, don't give it to her. Then you throw a curveball and explain your reasoning behind of doing it. And I'm just like, well, why did she even ask me for opinion? Because I wanted to know your opinion. I presented the, my case. You're, you're, you guys are supposed to be leading a business that I built. You're supposed to have the mindset that I have to effectively lead the culture that we're creating. I want to know what you think about this scenario that I'm about to present because I want to know if you're thinking like me so that when these situations come up in the future, you're going to make the decision that I would make in my business as I'm handing my baby business to you. Mm -hmm. And if you're not going to make that decision, that bothers me, you know? So basically, I I think it's a little different in decision making because um, we're on site every day. We hear and see some things where you may not not see it in the sense where it may, we may understand it in one perspective and you may understand in a different perspective. Because I don't think, the reason why all three of us were saying no at first was because we, we hear the backlash, we hear the side comments, we feel the attitude, and it's almost like, okay, we were, and that's why somebody else has said, you know, we said no already, it's going to make us look, you know, X, Y, and Z, where you, you see it as policy, business, future So let me issues. explain, let me explain. <laughs> um, and yes, I'm not on site every day, but I'm talking to all of you every day, all day, pretty much. So I might not be there to hear the backlash, but you guys definitely inform me. So I know what's going on in my business. Um, but basically for those wondering, the, what I presented to Gigi and the rest of our administrative team was was the new- Should fa- we give it? Yeah, should we give it to her? Yeah, the newfound scenario of like, okay, I was mistaken in telling this employee that there was no other choice, like, no, there was no way that it could be solved, because that is what I originally thought. That's why I told her no, and told her, don't, don't forget to mention, don't forget to mention that before you even discover that this staff, staff member was basically having a fit too saying that they never get what they want and it's always the opposite. And well, why that's what survey, she told you. Yeah, why survey if you weren't going to fulfill the request of the survey, um, which is totally opposite because this person does get what they want 90% of the time. Yeah, well, regardless of that, I um, basically, the and, and the intention of the survey 
was stated on the introduction of the survey that this Absolutely. is just to see your preferences to see if we can make accommodations and if we can't it is what it is basically um so i now i'm thinking of it as like so yes i did present to the administrative team like hey this is the scenario that i'm now in i see that we are able to make this accommodation and two employees even though the other one didn't have anything to say she didn't even bring to my attention that you know i asked for this many days and you gave me this many days whereas this employee i could basically they could balance each other and the problem would be solved right um so i presented that and i said what what do you think we should do I asked, I asked that of Gigi and the rest of our administrative team. And they all were immediately were like, no, don't give it to her, blah, blah, blah. Gigi texted me. She was like, don't give it to her. <laughs> um, because I wanted to at first and then like I took it, so I took what you said, like, you know, don't give her false hopes. And I'm like, okay, yeah, she's right. We do it all the time. We need to change our mindset when we're speaking to staff. And then what literally, what? The, the two three days later if even while things are still fresh she's gonna give it to her and i'm just like um yeah so i i what i basically explained after i got those responses from my administrative team was that like so you guys are telling me that the only reason we should say no is because we said so right uh, let me try to see if I can read my response. Let's see if I can go back. That wasn't my response. You could look at, I, I, you know, so funny. I thought about looking it up that, that um, my reasoning for telling her no was not because we said so. I feel like that was maybe the other two opinions, but I text you to the side um, explaining why I feel like we should, should have said no. Um, it, it almost goes back onto what we originally talked about. It's almost like we're back talking, we're backpedaling. You said, uh, you, when you text me on the side, you said, please do not change her days. Uh, if we keep giving staff what they want, they will never respect us. Now that we've explained the story from my old assistant director, does this not sound familiar? Yeah, but see, the respect in a sense of the old assistant director was disrespectful from day one. Us, I think we were, we were respectful but we never really got it back in return from administrative staff like staff wasn't we weren't making staff doing this because we knew they didn't want to we, we weren't doing that back and forth i guess quote unquote pettiness yeah staff but that would be us. that would be this situation us telling i her. i would disagree but i'm not saying no just to say no i'm saying no because we made a decision and we were trying our best to stick with every decision that we make yeah but which we, we don't do all the time but we also just said together a few minutes ago on this podcast that sometimes that that the we we need to have reasons behind the decisions that we make and sometimes they're worth explaining right so the only reason behind this decision now that we know it could work out would to keep it her days the same would be spite it would be because i said so and to and like just to hopefully get their respect that would be the only reason and that's that's not so let me read what my response was i said that in response to Gigi, i said that is how i feel but not switching them is honestly just going to be a spiteful decision that's something i'm struggling with because i don't like to operate the business out of spite or emotion um the reason I was so hard pressed about this staff member uh, this morning, or whatever day this was, was because there was no other logical option. And I was annoyed that she was demanding something and acting like we were purposely not giving it to her. But now that I see there is another option that would solve the problem and actually satisfy two people, that's not my position anymore. And the only thing stopping the switch is our pride and the control factor. Um, and did then you, I'm sorry, did you, um, what was the outcome? I know you said, did you, is this staff member aware that they have this? No, not yet, because she, not yet, because she didn't, 
I couldn't call that day because of whatever, whatever, uh, conspiracy theory was happening with the phone lines. And then the, true. <laughs> the next day, um, she didn't answer my call. Uh, Which she is a whole nother topic we should have on a different day when we try to reach out to our staff, purposely ignore us, or don't answer one and answer the other one. But go ahead. Again, I'm going to say that is a very small handful of staff. Sorry. I'm sorry. Time out. The door just swung open. I got to close it. I'm so sorry. Okay. Well, while she does that, I'm going to say that that is a very small handful of our staff. I think it's just... Fresh, I'm, I'm going to talk about Gigi since she's not here. Um, I think that sometimes our administrative team just gets frustrated with the one or two people that are causing problems and um, forget about the great A players that we do have on our team because the loudest ones or the ones that are, you know, causing frustration and headaches are the ones that are getting more attention and taking up more of their time. So it kind of feels like everyone uh, is doing X, Y, and Z, or everyone thinks this way, or no one is listening and blah, blah, blah. And that's just not the case. And I have to continuously remind Gigi of that and remind our administrative team to not get down or think about the whole staff as not and to not think about the small handful of staff that are causing problems as everyone sorry the dog dog swung open so the dog ran out anyways you don't want to know you have um, a dog there's a dog there yeah it's named black no sorry night <laughs> Um, I was talking about you while you were gone. It's okay. Of course, I'm used to it. <laughs> um, yeah, but I was just explaining how much I have to re reassure you guys that one or two staff members is not everyone. Yeah. What do you, um, you know, she always tells me, um, and I, I always remember it, but sometimes when you're in the midst of your feelings talking about staff, um, I, I do constantly use the word they, and your infamous word is, who are they? And why do you have them all under one umbrella? And it's true, it's not all of them. It's not all of them. I do like our staff. We do have one or two, but it's, it's definitely not all of them. Definitely not. And I had to learn that consistently, that it's not, stop pairing them together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so maybe we should like get into the secret sound now. I feel like we are not going to well, that's not true. Uh, as far as our um, disagreement and how the situation, I think it's be good handled. that we're finally dis uh, disagreeing on something, but still, still understand what is needed and why it's needed, and to implement it, implement it as such. Because I think with bosses everywhere who have an assistant or somebody under it, it can't always be yes, yes, of course, of course, of course. It wouldn't be real. Mm -hmm. um, and it wouldn't be a teachable moment because even though I disagree, it's still a teachable moment because at the end of the day, um, still giving her what she wants does show some type of structure and give her an explanation behind and letting her know her the way she acted or what she said was not necessary. And the only reason this is happening is because we saw our mistake and fixed it and presented it to you and let you know that we made a mistake, but also the way you handled it was not professional and really um a tad bit disrespectful right so it's a teachable um, moment yeah i think it's a teachable moment for everyone involved including myself and you guys like um it could have been so easy for me to just close the tab and not reopen it or say anything but i was like you know this makes and it took a lot to say you were wrong i'm sure especially behind the person we're talking about who we know is so not prideful but she's her character is so strong and you've had back and forth with her for quite some time i wouldn't say i've had back and forth i've just had in a uh, lack of response <laughs> because she doesn't like talking to me about certain things about anything anything that, that anything. is um 
uh, like what conflict. She doesn't like bringing conflicts to me. Yeah, and she's an amazing teacher. This person, don't don't get us wrong. Um, she's an amazing person. Been with us for years. So let's get into the secret sound. I, I think that to to put an to put a little bow on this situation. Even though you don't agree with me, even though you did not agree with me, and I do think that you're right in saying that basically you're, you're trying to say we, we can't have yes men in administration you know if there if there is something that you guys disagree about it is important to mention it which is why I asked you know I asked you guys I, my mind was made up but I asked for your opinion to see if you were going to say something that changed my mind um and I didn't hear it other than like no just because or just you know the the lack of respect thing like we don't i had to make it clear that we do not take action in this company just for just out of emotion or frustration or you know wanting to uh, be respected i guess we we should want to be respected and we should give and expect to receive respect back. But um, this is not, uh, we shouldn't just do things to command respect. We are still recording, Gigi. <laughs> like we're filming. People are going to see your face. I can start over and cut it out if you'd like, but <laughs> the, the faces, they're, they're gonna be seen. All, all my moms out there, you know, you, you've ever been in a position where you're trying to still talk and tell your kid to, you know, when those places go sit down. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm one of those. Well, let, let's get off this so that <laughs> your face isn't shown anymore. For those of you that are listening uh, or watching this video on YouTube, I would love I would yes. absolutely love to hear your perspective. Yes. So leave it in the comments below if what you think we should have done in this specific scenario. <laughs> we are all on the same team are, in all, this company. Yes, we are on the same team. But we, you know, like I said, it's good to um, not just say yes, yes, and agree because that's my boss. I feel like Danny would want my honest opinion. And as we all know, um, I'm in a position to fulfill her policies and run her business as she fit, as she see fit at the end of the day. But I appreciate her asking us our opinions and make us feel um, valid. Yeah, I'm sorry for the audio listeners hearing the screams. Um, She's fine. She's just a kid. She's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so leave your comments down below uh, and let us know what you think about this scenario, what you think we should have done and how we should handle it the next time. I'm so curious. Also go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you stream your podcast, search childcare sites and sounds, click subscribe and listen to this episode, the rest and listen to the rest of this episode um, in the secret sound where we give you guys an extra few minutes for our audio only listeners. Um, be sure to like this video if you're watching on YouTube and follow us on Instagram at Child Care Sites. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Welcome, everyone, to The Secret Sound. If okay. you are, well... I was going to say, if you're listening to this only, you could watch it on YouTube, but I mentioned that multiple times already. Welcome, and thank you for being an audio-only listener. Um, what should we expand on in this in the next few minutes? Um, what should we expand on? We could probably go into more detail um, about understanding um, about why this was an important teachable moment and how you would want us to move as such when um, this happens without you being in the picture. Because I'm sure it's going to happen again. Well, I don't, you started off then because I don't understand. <laughs> Meaning like, let's say down the road, this situation does happen where we're able, we are put in a position to fulfill a need of our staff, but then we're struggling with the way the staff 
member is reacting because we initially said no. Um, should we give it to the staff and let them know you're getting it because we figure out a way for you, which sidebar they would probably want us to always figure out how to give it to them? Or should we, like, like I had originally said, you know, stand firm in our decision so we um, don't come off like we're giving staff what they want? I definitely think that we should stand firm in our decisions um, and not have to, like, if, if we, like, we had, at that point, we had already spent literally days, days. <laughs> figuring out the schedule, and um, if I had, if I had noticed that, you know, the, those survey responses from the two different staff were in alignment with each other, um, if I had noticed that initially, I wouldn't have scheduled it the way that I did. But if uh, the schedule actually was perfect, um, I don't think that we should waver and, you know, reconsider it just because a staff member asks. Because again, we have over 20 staff, you know. Were you um, kicking yourself when you noticed the mistake? Like, oh, this could have been avoided, like, or it was just like, um, okay. No, we've had bigger problems. <laughs> we've had much bigger problems. And this isn't even a problem. The beautiful really thing, isn't. it was a solution. Me, me discovering that was discovering a solution to this person's issue. But it goes to show you how this became so big in a sense. This goes to show you how much we honestly try to give ourselves what we want. You know, we found an issue, we wanted to give it to them, then we're struggling, should we? Then we're like, yes, we should, because, you know, we need to do value integrity, which is one of our core values. It became just a big thing because, you know, we're constantly trying to honestly fulfill the needs of our staff. It should have been, oh, okay, I found this, we're going to change this, and that's that. But then, you know, we also had the staff who were giving backlash because they didn't get the what they wanted to begin with. I honestly think that's what triggered this whole thing, that the staff member felt some type of way and made me, I guess, triggered me in a sense, triggered you because I kind of catered to them, then back to triggering me because now we're here, we are going to give them what they asked for. It ultimately boils down to um, this, the staff. Yeah. That staff member. Yes, yes. that thing, that <laughs> staff member, you know. Um, so. Yeah, I agree. I think that the initial reaction to not getting exactly what they wanted was uh, off-putting. And that's what kind of, because if, if that never happened, like if she just maybe mentioned, hey, did you notice that I asked for this mm -hmm. many days and you gave me this? And I was like, yeah, but sorry, mm -hmm. we couldn't do it. And she was like, okay, never mind. Then this, I don't think we would have had any sort of discussion or wondering. It would have just been like, oh, I found a solution. Let me just tell her about it. But now that there was a little bit of disrespect and also going over your head after you already said no, like, it's, and then telling other staff member, which is uh, initiating gossip, yeah, an environment in the in the in our business that we try to honestly avoid. It could have turned into something bigger than what it needs to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, in the future, I I do think that we should just do what's right, do the right thing to do, leaving your emotions out of it. That's just my, that's going to always be my position. Um, I don't think we talked about it, but one of our, uh, we, as, a, as a company, we have core values. Many companies do and all should, all companies should have core values that they hire and fire to. Um, so basically your staff members should be in alignment with their, be their, their behavior should be in alignment with the core values of your company. And if they're not, it probably doesn't make sense for them to be on your team. Um, especially if they're not willing to see their behaviors as being out of alignment and, you know, correct it. Um, so one of our core values is integrity, you know, and being honest, uh, in all situations, even when that's the hard thing to do. And in this situation, 
uh, the honest truth is that we could make the accommodation for her and there would be no reason not to. Literally, it would even save us money because the teacher that we're switching her with has been here for less time and for different reasons makes uh, less money than she does. So it just, it would save us money to make the switch. And there, there's literally no other reason than our pride being hurt and us fearing that she would just be like, yeah, I, I got what I want. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think that the way to avoid that is by being upfront and honest and explaining like, hey, you didn't get what you want initially. You didn't get what you wanted initially because we did not think it was possible. Your reaction to that was inappropriate and disrespectful. And because of that, it was hard to make this decision to give you what you asked for because you were so rude about it. But we're doing it anyway because it's the right thing to do and there's no reason not to do it. And for future reference, I need you to understand that you're not, it is not appropriate for you to talk to your bosses in, or I, w I won't even say that the way that she talked to me specifically was inappropriate. She, it was just, she had a clear sense of entitlement, mm -hmm. which was not necessary. She it was inappropriate telling other staff members as well. I, cause like, you know, it takes one person to just spread gossip, you know? Um, right. Yeah. She felt she came off entitled. Like how, why would you survey if you weren't going to do it? That really bothered me. And then had another staff member had the nerve to even come to administration and ask, how could you not give the staff member the days as almost like, how dare you? Right. Um, yeah, so, but just as a general blanket statement to, just as a general blanket statement to answer your question, I think that in all future scenarios related to staff, parents, kids, whatever, just make the decision that is morally right. And, um, which we all could agree is difficult in the moment. Yeah, it's not always easy to do it. And set, set your emotions aside and think logically. Think about the facts of all situations um, and how, what the actual problem is and exactly how it can be solved. And if it is something that, if, if the solution is possible, if it's available, if it is in compliance and legal. <laughs> Those are the things that we should be thinking about when making decisions. Would you recommend uh, maybe taking the time to evaluate the situation before making a decision? Or you think it should be made in that moment? Oh, yeah. I think that it's definitely okay to say, um, you know, I'm sorry, not right now, or let me get back to you. I say that all the time. I tell you guys to say that all the time. Because one of the things that annoyed me the most when I first moved and wasn't on site anymore was that these administrators, including Gigi, would constantly tell parents and staff, um, I don't know, let me ask Danny. Why are you doing that? It's, it, and I know why. The only reason why is we all know you, why. you didn't want to say no to something. No. So they you know would... you the bad guy. So let's make the boss the I'll be very blunt. I'm the bad guy now because I have no choice but to say no. But then it was, let's make the person who is not here the top boss. And then what did that result in? That resulted in not only staff reaching out to me, but parents asking to speak to me when I'm not there. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be involved as the owner. I know that there are um, several owners of centers that are more, in, more heavily involved than I am, even though they're not on site. Well, I, I'll take that back. I'm very involved in my business. I, <laughs> if I showed you my calendar, which I have on multiple occasions, I'm constantly working on the development of my business and communicating with my team. It's just that I am not positioning myself to be the 
first person to answer questions. Um, I'm not positioning myself to be the person to answer questions really at all for parents, especially. Uh, there is a director on site. There is an administrative assistant on site. There is an operations manager who j happens to be on site because we don't have our second location yet. However, there's three other administrators, three levels of you know ranking that they can go to to get their questions answered who are very knowledgeable of what our rules and policies and regulations are and especially in the beginning nobody wanted to be the one to deliver fair. bad news it was the beginning in all fairness it was the beginning we were nervous we were deflecting come on add a little cushion there okay <laughs> <laughs> but I will let you know that adding cushion then made my position so much harder because when we finally start saying no, when we finally up started upholding our position, especially me, and I could say the same thing goes for our director too. People always look to me before going to her, and I have to stand firm and and backing her up, um, and then I had to stand firm and you know not looking to Danny and finally saying no and it made it 10 times difficult because one they didn't take us seriously and then they were now trying to go over my head looking for for Danny or when my director finally says no they try to go over her head and look for me so it was honestly a ripple effect that put us right back to what we should have been doing to begin with and that is why we are in the current position that we are now with this staff member and some of our others because they expect that somebody is going to just give in and yeah. you know have you seen the t-shirts if dad says no ask mom if mom says no ask grandma if grandma says no ask grandpa it's basically what it is mm -hmm. yeah but i think that we are in the middle of we're about to have or we're in the process of shifting our culture in a more positive direction, especially being that we recently um, had a lot of our older staff, our, a lot of our staff members who were with us for quite some time have left. Um, the, the administration and, um, you know, kind of behaviors and reactions of administration that they were used to, that those staff members were used to, those staff members are now gone for the most part. And I think it's almost that- almost like a new beginning. It's a new beginning for administration. Right, we, we have a lot of new staff that uh, I'm excited to, to kind of train up in the right way. Um, and I wish it was under better circumstances because now we're, we're dealing with this whole coronavirus public health emergency that is kind of taking up a lot of our meeting time, you know, mm -hmm. we're just kind of trying to get staff in the door to be in compliance, make sure they're, um, to, to meet our requirements for health and safety of our children, but, and not really having the necessary time to kind of go into more than just the regulations training, but like, this is what we expect from you in, in being a part of our company's culture, you know? Uh, so I'm hoping we can do that this summer. Um, yeah. Now that we're going to have, all of our staff coming in every day or pretty much every day yeah it's a bit it's exciting having everyone back it's, it's a little bit exciting a little bit uh nerve-wracking because not sure what to expect with all these new people um it's been a minute we had everybody under you know one roof, so it's exciting and uh nerve-wracking at the same time yeah are you excited um yeah i'm excited I am looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for this episode. I think we've been talking for like an hour and a half. <laughs> um, I was going to say at the end of the day, um, uphold integrity, doing the right thing, even when it's hard. Just right. do it. I agree. 
Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. Please be sure to tune in every Tuesday to listen audio only. Um, and then the following Tuesday, you will get the video on youtube.com slash Danny Christine. When you're listening audio only, especially on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to scroll down and leave a five-star rating and then leave us a review of what you loved about the episode that you're listening to. Click the subscribe button so that every week, as soon as it is published, you get notified um, that a new episode is there. Uh, I'm sure that this particular episode is coming out well after we have already released some of the guest features that we've had. So I'll give a little teaser if this might be the first episode you're listening to. The first guest feature we had was Monica J. Sutton in episode three. Um, Monica J. is a YouTube content creator. She does circle time videos for um, children ages three to five, and she really went into uh, her experience with that, and you can see her YouTube channel by going to youtube.com slash Monica J. Sutton. Um, and then we've also had Anisha Angela, a children's storybook author, on episode five. So that those might be good episodes for you to listen to. Um, and I believe next week's episode is going to feature Hasanatu, the babysitter guru on Instagram. Uh, is her handle at the babysitter guru and she talks to us about the profession of babysitting and that was such a great conversation. Uh, we have a lot of exciting episodes for you guys so please tune in, subscribe, and leave a five-star rating so we know we're doing it for a reason. <laughs> yes, before we go, want to give a nice shout out to my baby girl she's graduating this month and for those of you listening we're in june she is graduating this month so i wanted to say congratulations to her and all the other graduates during this time not your typical yes. year to graduate but you know what we'll never forget it that's for sure <laughs> all right everyone talk to you soon Bye. 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 <laughs>